Are you having trouble finding hand sanitizer? Well, Spa Treat has you covered. There's no need to go searching high and low. Just visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and place your order on their easy-to-use website. On schedule delivery. One of the great things about this product, Spa Treat Fulfillment Team is working around the clock to provide people hand sanitizer during this time of need and get your order to you as quickly as possible, even faster than Amazon. Spa Treat also has the lowest price of any of its competitors. Spa Treat has 62% alcohol content and the FDA recommends between 60 to 80 for maximum protection. This one has 62 because it doesn't dry your hands out. I use this stuff every single day. It is fantastic. It's got certified organic extracts with the ingredients in that hand sanitizer that are of the highest quality and they're designed to leave your hands smelling and feeling fresh while protecting you at the same time. The best part, there's no tricky residue left over. None. None of that sticky stuff. Four cents available, unscented, tea tree, lavender, and lemon. And best of all, this product right here is made in the good old United States of America. A lot of companies are having trouble dealing with the current demands, so Spa Treat has dedicated themselves to providing a much-needed product in the time of crisis. Spa Treat has better prices, faster shipping, and a larger supply than any of their competition. There isn't even a close second. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and enter promo code SPA SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. That's right. Not only are they offering the lowest price available, but they're also offering our listeners a discount. This promo code is exclusive to Voice America and only our listeners get this discount. Spa Tree and Voice America came together on this sponsorship in order to provide Americans something they could really need right now. Peace of mind. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and order yours today. That's SpaTreatOfficial.com and make sure you use the promo code SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. SpaTreeOfficial.com. Get your awesome hand sanitizer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another great episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure. I want to welcome you guys all to another great episode. You know, we we so often on the show talk a lot about business and you know how entrepreneurs do what they do, and so this is this is a, a, a great time for us to kind of touch on both entrepreneurship uh, and also health and wellness, right? Because I think uh, having good health and wellness is extremely important. Uh, if you don't have good health and can't take care of yourself, can't take care of your family. You got to keep, got to put yourself first, and you know, making sure that you you know stay up on those things are extremely important. So we got a great guest today, uh, Dr. Uh, Manisha Mittal, who's going to be joining us. She's been on a bunch of TV interviews. Uh, she's founded the Moksha Holistic Center in Fresno, California, uh, where she conducts wellness classes and workshops. Uh, so want to welcome you to the show, Doc. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show, Ryan. It's a great honor and pleasure to be here on Vice America. 
Yeah, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join us. And, uh, you know, I know that you guys are over there trying to save the world with your uh, with your holistic center, which is, you know, also wonderful. I love I love the fact that you've taken a holistic approach to, you know, some of the stuff that you're working on, because. You know, um, mind body medicine is 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 extremely important. Connecting with your inner self uh, to really you know get some uh, empowerment, right, and and really live your life to the fullest. It's important, and you know it's the same reason why I do karate, right? It's a great link between my physical and my mental um, that allows me to kind of keep uh, you know those things connected. You know, something that we say all the time uh, while we're doing karate is our mind and our body work together as one, right? So it's important that you take care of the mind and the body, right? Yeah, you know, you very rightly said that it's it's important we connect both sides, the physical body and as well as the mental health. Because having them both well connected to your conscious and your soul, you know, you are you really have a lot of energy in yourself. You can self repair your body, you know, you can self heal. There's so many illnesses that now we're learning are connected to the mind. There's so much that, you know, our mind, you know, our day-to-day experiences, our daily life, they influence us. They influence the flares we get. They influence how we feel. So there's a huge connection. And, you know, not realizing that we're really a very short-sighting ourselves to just treating a particular symptom or disease. So you very rightly said you need both mental, spiritual, and physical health all go hand in hand. Yeah, and and I also like to think too that you know not one is more important than the other. I like they're all equally as important, right? It's like if you if you go to the gym and you work out every day and you've got great physical, but you're not paying attention to your mental, then you're not really healthy. You're you're not you're not wholly healthy. Yeah, and and that's so true. You know, our you know the more you learn about it, that these are interdependent. Like you said, not one is more important than the other. They, they're connected. We, what we're learning now is that the microbiome or the, the healthy bacteria and different kind of organisms in our gut, you know, they influence the way our brain perceives things. They can turn on and off certain signals in, and neurotransmitters in our brain. And for example, depression is now linked to your gut bacteria. So, you know, they, it's all related. So everything goes together. Oh, that's interesting too. And I know like, that's like the reason why I take probiotics, right? Um, it's a daily supplement. That's part of my regimen, um, that, that I take along with the multivitamin, vitamin C and vitamin D, right? Those are all this extremely important. And, you know, I think now, especially with everybody crammed at home and, you know, n- not, not at their facilities or at their offices, you know, working and being around other people. And, you know, like, I, I you know, if you, you know, you got to be careful because, uh, you know, not getting outside as much and those types of things. Right. And you start to lack in some vitamins and nutrition. So, you know, how important is it for people to have, um, you know, a regimen of some sort that they're on uh, for like multivitamins or something maintenance related to boost their immune health? Yeah, you know, this is a great question, Ryan. You know, you bring about a great um, topic of discussion. Because I get this question asked a lot from my patients and my clients at the wellness clinic. You know, I tell um, everybody that ideally our body's able to make everything. You know, it's about harnessing your inner pharmacy. How you, you know, you get to a level where your body knows what to produce and in, in what amounts. For example, when, you know, um, a, you know, a patient is pregnant, you know, the, 
the body knows the signals, you know, the cells multiply, they form, you know, eight stages of eight cells, then a fetus, then a whole, you know, organism is formed, you know, different cells cluster together to form the heart, you know, the muscles, the skin. So the body really has that inner intelligence. So ideally, the body is able to produce it. And it's just a matter of us getting to that step of realizing how to harness that inner potential and inner energy. But, you know, until we, we get there, it's important to supplement. So once, you know, you are physically, spiritually, and mentally very well connected, you really don't need any additional supplements. But until we can get to that stage of, of enlivening our inner intelligence, yes, it's important to pay attention. For example, starting with your diet, like what you're really eating. Because in a sense, you are what you put in yourself. So you gotta be careful about you know, how you're eating. So that's important too. What time of the day are you eating? Are you really hungry or you're just snacking because you're, you're bored? Let's, so let, these, let's talk about know, that. I, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. I want to expand on, on what you're saying before we get too far into some other uh, uh, topics because, you know, that's something that is, is something that I, I, I listen to and I pay attention to a lot is like, you know, what am I eating and what time am I eating? But I think it's really important to some people. And, and I have some questions around that too, because, you know, part of my, uh, my fitness plan or my, my holistic health plan, you know, um, you know I've, I've been toying around with different things because you hear, you know, people trying to lose weight. So they're on the keto diet and then you hear, you know, OK, no, intermittent fasting is the way to go. And I, I don't necessarily know any of those which are the right way to go. But I have thought, well, OK, well, intermittent fasting should be helpful because, you know, you're not intaking the body. And then you talk to other professionals and they say, no, you want to kickstart your metabolism. You should be, you know, having a snack every two hours or something like that so let, let's talk about that a little bit because I think that's a, a misconception that a lot of people have on you know when are they supposed to eat because we're so stuck in this western way of you know you have breakfast at in the morning and you have lunch in the middle of the day and then you have dinner and and what is the challenges around that nomenclature of having breakfast lunch and dinner versus you know um, you know not breaking your fast from the evening time until until lunchtime and skipping breakfast versus that so let's kind of talk about that what are your what are your thoughts so you know i i practice holistic and integrative medicine and a lot of my practice is based on principles of ayurveda so ayurveda is eastern medicine it's a traditional system of complementary and alternative medicine from india which dates back to like five thousand plus years so a lot of um you know my my wellness is based on those principles and um, what really it, they focus is that you, your, your body is very intelligent. We need to realize that you know, we have within ourselves the ability to, to do everything we want. There's, there's a huge potential, there's a vast cosmic potential that really human body has not been able to, to explore. We are, we're very much limited by modern medicine into objective you know, findings. We need to objectively prove prove it certain trials, you know, certain research methods. And objectivity is really small. The subjective field is vast and huge. And I'll tell you that there's no one diet that fits everybody. So for example, <laughs> if I see somebody with rheumatoid arthritis or lupus, um, yeah, you know, I can give them idea that majority people will, will have this kind of disease course or these kind of symptoms and complications. 
which are great guiding you know tools and educational information but no two people with lupus will have the same outcome because we're all different everybody's different our thoughts <laughs> our emotions our expressions our day-to-day -day experiences our diet genetics everything is so unique to us so we cannot say that you know an x diet will work for everybody so uh, it's really finding your own inner harmony and peace and that kind of dictates um, so an important thing is that you know you you have to be careful that a lot of now modern medicine is recognizing that a lot of chronic disease is from from toxins you know a lot of endogenous and not just exogenous toxins the body is producing a lot of endogenous toxins and liver is a great detox organ in our body so while we can do a lot of detox diets, you know, your body, God, nature, you know, has given you that liver that is a <laughs> detox organ. And detoxification happens a lot of times at night. So we, we don't want to start eating heavier meals towards the end. So it's, it's very important to sometimes go, a very easy way to think of it is go by the principle of sunlight. So um, the, the fire and the energy in the sun kind of corresponds to your own digestive fire. So human beings, you know, we have um, digestion starts right in our mouth. When we hear about food, you know, when we smell the food, you know, all the, the cooking that's going on, you know, the salivation starts. We start producing amylase and various secretory enzymes and digestive enzymes right in the mouth. So the chewing is important. So it's very important to remember that, you know, you have to be in the right atmosphere. So if you're driving and eating, you may want to rethink because you know what's going to happen is you're driving your your brain is focused on you know even though you may be doing it subconsciously but still your brain is focused in a different direction you're looking at the street sign you're still paying attention to the traffic and looking outside you're not signaling the brain to start secreting I don't, I don't know I don't know doctor that might be up for debate I see people trying to eat and drive all the time and I'm like oh, just pull over please you're gonna kill somebody <laughs> Yeah, and, and so those are like simple things that we can change in our in our you know in our lifestyle. We need to spend time to eating. So eating is really time that you want to sit down, relax, and pay attention to the food. Because you are really trying to, to take all the intelligence from the food and make it part of your cells, you know, part of your DNA. And so that way, you know, you're not just eating because you it's a checklist, you know, you have to eat. You really have to be hungry. To eat, so you know, if you're not hungry, you might want to skip. That means your your body's not ready to accept the food at that time, and it's important to not have, you know, a very heavy meal towards bedtime because that's going to affect your ability to secrete even melatonin, for example. Melatonin is important to sleep. So if somebody's and, if somebody's going to bed at you know like nine or ten o'clock at night, right, and they're going to get their eight hours of sleep, right? So, like for example, me, I try to get to bed by nine or nine thirty, so I can get up at five or five thirty in the morning. Um, so if if that's the case for me, when should I be eating? You know that last you know heavier meal of the day, like five o'clock, six o'clock in the evening time. You know, giving yourself a good three hours before you go to bed. Yeah, that's, that's actually a great example, Ryan. I think you're doing it pretty perfect. So you want to sleep before 10. So 9 and 9.30 is, is ideal. That's great. Because that's really very much uh, you know, synonymous with your own physiology. By that time, your body's ready to retire, and you're ready to go to sleep, and your detox starts. And in the morning, this is wonderful. You want to wake up definitely before 7. Because after 7, you know, if you start to gain weight. 
actually. If, you, if you're not up by seven, the body has a tendency towards weight gain and um, not feeling clear, no clarity of thinking through the rest of the day. So it's wonderful that you can wake up by 5.30 and 6, you know, get some exercise, breathing exercises. For example, like if people are not able to go outdoors as much, which, you know, with social distancing, we still can. We can still be outdoors. And morning time and seeing the sunlight is actually a wonderful way, especially for arthritis patients. This is great to get your, your muscles to have flexibility, strength, and tone, and more vitality. So morning, just a walk is a brisk walk is good enough. If you can get to running, wonderful. Your body allows that, and you're not in pain. By all means, continue with that. And then, you know, you want to have your biggest meal around lunchtime. So somewhere from 11 to 2 p.m. is when you want to be eating the heaviest. And dinner time comes more closer, you know, by you know 6 p.m., that's good. But you don't want to eat something very heavy because you, you have to remember that the body needs to digest that before bedtime. So, so if you're thinking about eating something more heavier, maybe, maybe move it towards lunchtime. I think a lot of it will require training and you know, change in culture of how we eat. And, you know, you'll see that a lot of times you're actually helping your body to digest. So um, it's actually easier for the body. Yeah, and I think I think you're right there. Um, I, you know, some there there are some nights though. You know, like you know, when my wife makes a nice dinner, it generally ends up becoming you know a, a pretty hefty meal, and um, it, and I want to tell her no, and I want to be like, hey, honey, this is way too much food for me. I'm trying to you know keep myself healthy. I feel it's kind of you know like maybe a little rude. So how do you how do you work together as a family, right? To 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 get everybody on the same page, right? Yeah, so you know, it's it's great to to say if your evening you want to cook together, it's good to participate in the whole process. You know, I think the kids need to participate. You know, depending on how old they are, like setting up the table or picking up the the vegetables and the fruit. And a lot of you know herbs can be grown. And I mean, we we live in California, so we're very fortunate. But a lot of times, different herbs can be grown in the backyard. So oh, getting yeah. the children to understand, for example, mint. Mint has a very cooling effect. So um, you know, putting some mint leaves into your food or even into the yogurt. Yogurt is a great probiotic, by the way. And you know, I have certain videos on my website where I talk to to clients and patients about how you can make your own yogurt at home. It's very easy, actually. And um, so you know, putting mint into the yogurt or into your food or even water, you know, you put a little lemon and mint, it's very cooling. It naturally aids the body to stay cooler in summer. And so, you know, things you can do is participate in cooking together, you know, growing things in your back backyard, so straight from backyard to kitchen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you um, you want to make sure that when you cook, you know, it's, it's you have a light discussion. We don't necessarily want to bring our office troubles or you know, some works or, you know, family stress and not talk too much stress about, you know, the politics, you know, keep that aside and enjoy the, the food together. I think that that the whole setting is, is very important, how you digest your food, because you're also digesting your thoughts, your emotions, you know, all that goes in together. Hey everybody, I wanted to tell you about this great shaving product that I've been using lately. Not only is it awesome, it will save you money. Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City or three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago. Harry's is an awesome product. It delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of leading brands and saving you hundreds of dollars at the same time. 
I really like the way that Harry's works. It has a very close shave, it's got a great design for the handle, and also the scent of the shave gel is fantastic and it leaves your skin nice and smooth. You can get a trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com forward slash frequency. Quality, durable blades at a fair price, just two bucks a blade. They've cut out middlemen manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. I'm telling you, I use this product and it is absolutely amazing. Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in just one stop. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And just like their blades, Harry is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. Again, visit harrys.com forward slash frequency. I want to make sure that everybody gets the chance to go check it out. You can feel better too about the purchase because 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations developed to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans. How could you not get behind the veterans? So important nowadays. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash frequency. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. I use it every day. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And I'm telling you, when you get done shaving, your face will feel so smooth. It's amazing. You even get a travel blade cover to keep your razors dry and easy to grab on the go. So make sure you go to Harry's dot com forward slash frequency to start shaving and saving today. So if, if someone's living a busy lifestyle, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you an example of myself, right? So on 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 Mondays and Wednesdays um, is when I actually go to the karate dojo and work with our, our sensei to do uh, karate practice or actually that's uh, not true it's not karate practice it's a it's a, a learning session right you practice at home <laughs> um, but you know, I don't get home from those until 7.30. And so for, you know, an hour and a half, you know, starting at uh, at six o'clock, you know, I'm, I'm full on, you know, exercise and mental mode for an hour and a half. And I haven't even had dinner. Um, and, you know, my, my bedtime's at nine or 9.30 and I'm coming home at eight o'clock. What do you do in that scenario? Because trust me, I'm super hungry at that point in the day. Yeah, you know, so so important things to do for that situation would be to have a you know a wonderful time at dinner. So you want to appreciate if your wife is cooking that day, you want to really appreciate her, because remember, like the the thoughts and you know the you know the feelings of the the cook influence your food also. So you definitely want to appreciate her and have a good time and enjoy your dinner with her. But again, you you don't want to eat a very heavy meal. So one way to know whether your meal is heavy is like avoiding too many complex cheese, for example, too much they meat at nighttime. That's very complex for the body to digest. So you, you want to at least maybe try closer to a semi-vegetarian kind of diet and not too many heavy cheeses at bedtime. So um, you may want to do that for lunch. So you may want to save that for your lunch and you can use that for next day or you know make a modification such that you can take that to work. And even at work, you, you should be able to have at least half hour off just when you know you're you're eating your food. You can be with your colleagues and having a you know a, a lively or something really light discussion and focusing on your food. So you still want to eat your food, but at at closer to the bedtime, you need to remember that your your body channels are closing. So you know the lymphatics that take away all the lymph, you know the all the the microchyle that's that's produced. In, um, within your digestive tract, the channels are kind of going off to sleep. So they're not able to take everything, you know, from, from the digestive system. So the food might stay sitting 
until the next day. And then again, you start eating the next day and your old food is still not digested. And if this cycle goes on, you produce toxins or something we call AMA in the body. And that sets off, you know, for symptoms like people might experience um, not too much energy and then they feel their tongue is coated. They might feel that they're spitting frequently. They're not feeling that clarity the next day. So um, we want to avoid that. So yes, if, you're, if you know you're going to do a big workout, you want to maybe have a, a slightly heavier lunch and even snack. Now you can snack on, you know, different fruits and, you know, nuts <laughs> and, you know, different um, kind of herbal teas. You can use those different kinds of ways to snack during the day so you're not super hungry. You guys have to check out this new service that I'm playing around with called Issue. It is totally amazing. You live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on contact. You got to do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. If you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need format and reformat for every single platform. With Issue, make it once and it's ready to post everywhere. Seriously, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and sales collateral. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or just anyone that wants to make eye-catching content that can be distributed on multiple platforms. Issue makes it really simple. Just upload the PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you just create it one time and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website, social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the best part about it, it is free. F-R-E-E free. That's right. It's free to get started with Issue. So go to issue.info slash frequency to sign up for your free account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency to sign up and let them know that you heard about it from this show, Finding Your Frequency. Remember, that's dot info, not dot com, dot info. So go to I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency and get your free account today. My wife, she she does awesome things on Sundays. We we meal prep uh, for the week. And one of the things that she does for me, um, and I and I and I take these to work on on Monday and I have them for the whole week, but it's like a snack tray, right? But all the snacks are all really, uh, um, you know, vegan based, right? So it'll be celery, watermelon, um, you know, some peaches, uh, you know, different, you know, broccoli, you know, those kind of things. And so I have one of those trays and um, instead of, you know, eating a sandwich or something for lunch, I just eat that tray of food. And so I'm, so it's good that I'm doing that part that's healthy, but maybe I should be eating a little bit more heavier. I like, I like how you're, 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 you're shaping this, right? We have this, this idea you're talking about, you know, the sun and its energy. So it's almost like a, like a ramp period because for me, I'm not really hungry that much in the morning. You know, I do maybe by about 10 o'clock or something. Now I'm starting to get hungry. And so a lot of times I'll avoid breakfast or I'll have something light, or I might just have, of, you know, um, a protein shake or something like that. And it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you kind of start off gradual as the sun rises and then you get to a peak in the day at noon where you're having your heavier lunch. And then, and then you're kind of building down from there, having a snack and then, you know, maybe something, you know, light for dinner. Uh, and as long as you're keeping that maintained with healthy foods, it's going to be really hard for you to gain weight. If you having a, you know, a, a low fat, high protein, high fiber, you know, type of diet right yeah and and this is you know how naturally the this is where we're sinking our way to nature 
So um, in the in the afternoon, so from 11 to 1, the body's ability to digest is actually at peak. So your body can actually digest food really well. So for for your days when you know you're going to have a workout and you know retire home later on, so you want to definitely not just snack with what with fruits. You want to definitely have like a sandwich maybe <laughs> so that day, you know. And your wife can still make it, and you want to appreciate her definitely because that helps. That helps, you know, those uh, great endorphins, everything to keep going. So you're thinking with nature, and um, that's the the best way to do it. Because now you're retiring to bed and you're not eating heavier and then you're not eating say 12 hours till the next day so it's it's a it's a natural way of intermittent fasting already so all of that helps the body to reboot it's kind of like a daily pancha karma or a daily detox that we do to our body actually so um this is a really natural way of of staying in shape and staying more alert and, and clear you know, I, re- I really like this conversation that you're having, and it's it's reminding me that when I get home tonight and I'm have, talking to my wife, I'm going to say, hey, I was talking to Dr. Mattel, and, you know, we should make a quick adjustment on some things and eat heavier at lunchtime and then eat lighter at dinner. And as long as we're on the same page, that works, because sometimes I cook, sometimes she cooks. It, it just, it varies. But yeah, no, that's a, that's kind of an interesting idea. It's like if you make a heavy meal for dinner, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to eat heavy and then you could always turn around and, you know, take the, you know, portions of fish or, you know, um, or whatever the meat is or the vegetables and, you know, eat it for lunch to the next day. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and, and you forgot the key. I, I do I do want you to appreciate her a lot. So that goes really long ways, trust me. Oh yeah, no. We like we no. There's there if there's one thing in my house that my wife and I do probably better together than anything, it's 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 in the kitchen, right? When we when we we cook a meal together, you know, and uh, yeah, I love that too because you know having the kiddos involved is very helpful. You know, uh, my daughter is six, and uh, she you know she she helps to set the table. She does dishes. Uh, you know, when we're when we're cooking, uh, I make breakfast in the morning for her. You know, little ones. They, they're eating all the time and so when when we make breakfast for her you know um she cracks the eggs and puts them in the pan and she gets involved in in that as well and you know so it's it's definitely something i can totally agree with and get behind when you talk about you know having appreciation for uh what your loved ones are doing appreciate it and if and you know if you're cooking you know also appreciation for yourself right for making these meals that you're making whether it be for yourself or for yourself and your family and then you know getting the kiddos involved is great. I live in Phoenix, so I can't grow year round. It's way too hot. Like today it's 116. So there's no, no way to grow. But as soon as the fall comes, yeah, we always have a, our garden in the backyard that we, that we, we do with, you know, tomatoes and green peppers and onions and all those kind of staple vegetables that we like to put on the table at, at home. And uh, there's definitely a difference in nutrition from a, from a mental perspective and from a physical perspective when you have something at home right because you you get the satisfaction of knowing that um, it's been well cared for you know it hasn't been handled by you know 20 different distributors or you know those types of things and then you also know that that food is nutritious and healthy and organic and you know pesticide free because you grew it yourself yeah this is great I think you're you're on the right track right I feel really 
um, wonderful talking to you because you share a lot of uh, similarities. So Doctor, is it okay? Is it okay if I have one soda a day, like one? Um, I I didn't hear that. I'm gonna skip that. <laughs> I was <laughs> so no soda, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. You need to love water. So what you do is you you put some mint uh, in the summertime. Mint is very cooling. You know, you need like it's just like aloe vera. So aloe vera is great for cooling, and so is mint. And you can grow aloe vera in in Phoenix. I'm pretty sure you can. Oh yeah, I have an aloe vera plant that's um, like four feet around at my house. Oh, I we use it all the time because, you know, and especially in the summertime, you know, when we're at the swimming pool or you know, we like to go out to the lake. And uh, you're going to get a sunburn at least once or twice a summer, no matter how much sunblock you put on because it's so hot here. And uh, that this is my my little trick that I always use is I cut a piece of the aloe vera off, put it in the freezer, and then um, when we come home. We take it out of the freezer and then voila, you have a organic, nice, cold, cooling gel to put on your skin after it's sunburned. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is great. So, yeah, you know, so you want to drink more water with lemon and, you know, um, put some mint in it and great. You can even get aloe vera juice in some of the stores and have it, you know, and apply it on the skin. That's perfect. All so this is very natural when you talk about water, like I just, just, I, I love to be honest about things because, you know, I carry a 20 ounce water bottle with me everywhere I go, um, on a, on a, on a day where I'm, I'm, I'm really heavily involved in drinking water. I might drink, I don't know, 160, 180 ounces of water in a given day, sometimes 200 ounces. If it's a karate day, I'll drink a, and I can drink 40 ounces of water before and after just practice, which is 80 ounces in and of itself. But I mean, even if you're, even if you're maintaining a, a high water uh, dosage on a daily basis to keep yourself hydrated and healthy, like, you know, I just feel sometimes, um, you know, like in the middle of the day, like two, three o'clock in the afternoon, even though I eat healthy, or I try to for the majority of the time and, you know, I, I drink water. I still find myself sometimes having a case of what I call the two o'clocks, right? Like around two o'clock, you start to drag, right? You're like getting tired for that day. And, and so how do you avoid that? Because right now what I'm doing is not the most healthy thing at two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I need some caffeine. I need a, I need a soda. I need some coffee, you know, something like that, which I know is probably not the most healthy thing, but how do you get, how do you get your body to a place of, uh, you know, being symbiotic with itself that you don't have that problem at two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Cause I know that's a big issue with a lot of people who, um, who are, who are working, right. You get that, you get that lull at three o'clock and you're just like, Oh, can my day be over now? <laughs> uh, so, you know, Ryan, that's a very good point. You know, uh, um, I'm glad that you, you brought this question because just the mere acknowledgement that your body feels tired it's, it's great. That means you're able, you're very responsive and able to pick the cues and signals your, your body is giving you. It's all about really knowing your body. Knowing your body is like coming more and more closer to being more mindful, you know, than just, you know, working and working and we're just ignoring these signals the body gives us. So that's great that, you know, you're able to appreciate all the cues that the body is, is giving you. So if you feel those kind of symptoms where the body kind of slows down at um, around two o'clock and you feel like you need some caffeine, so one important way uh, to, to go around that is, that means you really need a break from what you're doing, whether you know, you're at a computer desk or if it's more physical work or you know, whatever kind of work we're doing, we need a break from that. And sometimes it's, it's important to just walk around, say right now people mostly are at home. So maybe walking away from your desk 
and just you know going up or down the stairs or just around the house in your backyard um, taking a little walk and then before you come back and then it's important to maybe close your eyes for two minutes and just just relax and you know let the thoughts come and go by it's kind of like going in meditation so even if you just close your eyes for two minutes it's kind of like a rest you're giving to your body you know all the external stimulation it just kind of slows down a little bit it helps the body to rejuvenate back so a little walk and a little exercise to close your eyes and sit calmly for two minutes and um, another substitute that you can do is doing using herbal teas instead of the caffeine um, and in the beginning if somebody is is used to having that coffee it's you know you may not be able to go without it so you may want to add say for example if you're somebody who does mostly black coffee you may want to add some milk or you know milk substitute like um, in it so that way it's all not black it is maybe some almond milk or regular milk whole milk so that way you're substituting it and then slowly um, decrease the size and and then add more like herbal things so for summer you want to add teas that are more cooling so drinking some herbal tea and maybe you know going around having a small conversation a light conversation with a colleague or um, you know with somebody at home and if there's no one then you you do that with your inner self you just close your eyes and take a little break it helps you bounce back for the rest of the day it so, believe it or not but it has it gives you back that tremendous energy that you can come back so you know you talk about tea and you know I'm obviously very Western when it comes to lots of things um, but like tea let me let me give you an example so like I, I try and this is what I'm kind of trying to do right now is I'm trying to transition myself away from you know any kind of coffee or any soda get in a given day and substituting it with iced tea I love iced tea with lemon in it um, right which I believe is black tea um, now what is there any health concerns I should be aware of if by by, by drinking iced tea um, I, I don't think so. I don't think there's any health concerns, but we have to just remember we want to do it in moderation. For example, um, if someone likes iced tea, they should not be drinking it as as a means to quench thirst all day. So I'm, you know, you have to just remember that that's not really water. In the end, tea is dehydrating and acts as a diuretic and actually causes more dehydration. It doesn't really hydrate your body. So the black, the, the caf, you know, that caffeine part is actually dehydrating. So you want to limit that. And that's okay if you're more used to it. So having it, you know, one or two cups, um, it's okay. And then you slowly want to, if that's your happy medium, then, you know, you stick with it. But if you eventually say you're having, say, six or seven cups of those, you want to limit that to maybe one or two a day. And uh, because it does have caffeine and caffeine is dehydrating. So it's actually not really doing hydration. So in those regards, you know, um, decaffeinated herbal teas or teas that don't have caffeine in them are actually your your better friends or just water with uh, with different herbs can be really great. Yeah, it's just really hard to get off of caffeine when you've been drinking it for a long time. I think that's a big challenge with Americans, right? Sugar and caffeine. <laughs> And you know, you say it right. There, there's actually a great principle we talk about in Ayurveda is that if something the body gets used to, we don't want to deprive the body of it immediately. Like it should not be off, on and off switch because that's not healthy. So you really have to work your way towards minimizing it over time, gradually, say even six months. 
So you don't want to do that tomorrow. And definitely not be harsh on yourself. That's not fair. So you want to encourage yourself that, you know what, I will maybe get down to just two two cups a day. So, you know, you work your way to it and, and encourage yourself. It's okay to to have a little, you know, breaks here and there and, and cheat a little bit. That's fine. We don't want to be harsh on ourselves. You know, that was that was actually going to be my next comment was, you know, and, and you know, as, as, as being as American as I am, right, like there's something about, you know, a cheeseburger, French fries and a Coca-Cola that is so, you know, Americano. Um, and it's okay to do that every once in a while, right? Like you don't have to stick to this, you know, uh, vegan diet as you know, all the time, like, you know, maybe once or twice a month, it's okay to have a hamburger and a Coke, right? Yeah, you know, our, our bodies get used to um, a certain kind of taste. And so um, it's not, it's not healthy to really just deprive the body immediately from all these things. So it's something that you work around over time. And, uh, and to answer your question about the hamburger, you know, there's a lot of data that's published in gastro journals also that, that red meat causes inflammation in the gut. So red meat can cause, inf- can cause flare-ups of Crohn's disease. Um, it's an autoimmune disorder that affects the gut lining and can cause a lot of inflammation. So it's also shown to the red meat can cause um, inflammation and flare-ups of irritable bowel syndrome. So something we call IBS. Mm-hmm. So I know that a lot of literature is now pointing towards getting to be more vegetarian and and limiting the red meat part of it. So so once in a while this is okay. You know we don't need to punish ourselves, but eventually we want the body to develop a new taste, and that takes time. Yeah, no, it sure does. I've been on you know this mission of trying to eat healthier and. You know, my my family likes to eat a lot of pasta, right? And so when we eat pasta, normally my wife is making it with, uh, you know, ground beef uh, and making it into the pasta sauce. And so we've been, uh, you know, trying to experiment with substituting the beef for, you know, um, like different vegetables. And so like last week we made this really awesome red pasta sauce that was, um, you know, standard red pasta sauce, but we, we fortified it with, uh, you know, like, uh, bits of squash and mushrooms. And, uh, we, we added some zucchini that we chopped up in there as well. And then, um, instead of using pasta, um, uh, or noodles, we actually made our own like noodles out of, um, out of squash, right? Um, out of a peanut squash. And so you can uh, make like little noodles out of them. And so we ended up with an entire meal that was completely vegan um, and, you know, really high in lots of minerals and vitamins and protein, which I think is important for your body. Yeah, but that sounds delicious. I think I have to stop by in your house. This is yummy. Right? Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, you got to try that. So you can do it with a butternut squash too, where you cut the butternut squash in half, throw it in the oven, um, and then you use a fork to scrape it out. And using the fork to scrape it out makes it look like spaghetti. And then you pour it over sauce, and there you go. Oh, great! Sounds wonderful. There's Ryan's Ryan's uh, meal tip of the day. <laughs> yes, I, I agree completely. Well, so, you know, one thing we, we haven't talked about, we've been talking about all these different health and wellness topics, and we've been discussing some, you know, ways that people can, you know, follow the rhythm of their body and, and keep themselves, uh, you know, uh, 
in 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 healthy and in harmony and with their mind and their body but you know one thing we didn't talk about doctor is uh we didn't talk about your journey and your path and you know i want to i want to make sure we get that in here on the show before we end here in a few minutes um you know how did you how did you decide that this is the path that you wanted to take for your life for your business your career was to you know uh you know, w- work with folks with rheumatoid arthritis and be a, 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 a what 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 do you call it a a, rheumolo- a rheumologist? Yeah, you know that's 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 the the one question that I think uh, intrigues a lot of people. A lot of people think rheumatologists are like architects or interior designers or something. You know, really, but rheumatologists treat um, different kinds of arthritis and autoimmune disease, and. Um, my journey that really took me was, you know, my medicine came to me very naturally. So both my parents are physicians uh, back in India. My, my dad is an internist and my mom's a pediatrician and they both had a very busy practice. So growing up for me, um, trying to spend more time with my parents was basically um, shadowing with them in, in a clinic or outpatient setting or just following them inpatient. So um, following them, I, you know, I kind of learned like taking care of a patient and making a difference in their quality of life was really satisfying. And um, for example, like my mom would take care of sick babies and sick children. It's not really treating the baby. It's like you're treating the mom, the dad, and even mm-hmm. like grandparents. So, um, oh, it's like it's like tra- it's like tra- it's, it's like training a dog. Sometimes when you get a new dog, you're not necessarily training the dog as much as you're training yourself. <laughs> yeah, and you know it was amazing. Like um, you know her her bedside mannerisms. You know how you build a trust with the patient and family. The clarity of communication with you know the the child's parents, grandparents. You know all that kind of you know all those factors. I was really exposed to from my childhood. So medicine is really an art of healing. And I, I knew I wanted to pursue that path. And um, I wanted to practice more evidence-based and um, cutting edge medicine. So I moved to US and you know I moved here and did all my medical training here at well, Columbia University affiliate hospitals. And um, eventually with my internal medicine training, I, I figured that when people didn't know how to diagnose something or we hit a, a block in the road, then it would be like called rheumatology because everything is inflammation and, you know, rheumatologists will connect the dots. It's kind of like Sherlock Holmes, you're a detective. <laughs> so um, it was very fascinating. And then I, I went on eventually to train as a rheumatologist and um, it's, it's been great because, you know, um, people who have arthritis, even wear and tear arthritis, you know, we get stiffness in the body. and and sometimes some of the arthritis are really bad that people can't hold a coffee cup they can't hold their spoon their fork so there's a lot of quality of life issues and things that come up and you know if i can contribute and make a difference you know it's very rewarding but i will tell you that during this journey as a rheumatologist i did realize that you know our modern medicine is very fragmented we're great at treating say you know kidney disease heart disease um, skin disorders, joint disorders, liver disorders, but then we're not really connecting to the patient as a whole. We're still missing the big picture. It's like referring patient, okay, now you want to see the specialist, you go see the ex-specialist. So I, I think we're very fragmented here. And we it's really important to connect 
to the person as a whole and you know more holistically plus our medicines are are great in terms of they're very targeted at disease management but you know we've got a lot of side effects that come from these medications so there's a lot and i i think people want to be more educated on prevention they want to know the whole holistic picture so they can make the best informed choices for themselves and and patients have been my biggest inspiration for starting this i'll tell you a, a very short story um, there was a patient, and I'm not going to share her name, but she had osteoarthritis in her hands in her late 50s. So osteoarthritis is wear and tear arthritis that you know all of us will get to some extent as we use our joints. So she had it in her hands, and medication-wise, there's only these um, NSAIDs, you know, the Motrin, Aleve, those kind of medications you can do. There's no other treatment, and you know, doing those long-term has its own side effects, you know. So she was very, like, she was very puzzled. Like, is there something I can do more naturally? And I started talking to to her about turmeric, the you know the bright red spice powder, and she got really fascinated. She came to my clinic that doctor, you need to start a wellness class to teach people how to use it in their diet. She came once, and I said yes, I'll do it one day. She came twice, her time. When she came the fourth time, just to remind me. I said, you know, wait, wait here in the waiting room. I went to my room and I typed up the class, when we're gonna start, how we're gonna do it. And I just said, FYI to my husband, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go this route. So she was one of you know, the big inspirations and there's been so many patients in my life that have motivated me. And just based on their motivation and respect to them, I wanna give them this whole picture. You know, they need to know that yes, modern medicine is great when it comes to acute disease management, but for lifestyle and chronic diseases, you know, we want to incorporate, um, you know, wellness, which goes hand in hand with medicine. So it's not like you do only one and not the other. You can very well, you know, amalgamate or combine and merge both sides and develop something that's best suited to your needs. Oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. A whole lot of sense. Thank you so much for your feedback today on the show. It's been uh, quite pleasant and, and wonderful to hear you talk about, you know, uh, the 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 health and also your background and why you do what you do. And I think what we're going to we're going to call this episode whole body health with Dr. Manisha Mattal. What do you think about that title? Well, that, that sounds awesome. I, I think I have to come back and and share some more health and wellness tips because it's really about empowering, you know, patients. And that's really my mission to empower people with education as much as possible. Well, I think you're doing a really good job. Kudos to you. Thank you very much for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Dr. Manisha Mattal. want to thank her for being on the show today and and if you guys are listening please you know share this with your friends it's important that we get this health information out to as many people as possible because you know here in america we have a problem we have an addiction problem we're addicted to sugar we're addicted to food um you know we have an obesity problem we have a diabetes problem and a lot of the stuff that dr Mattel is talking about here um could really really go a long way for people to get them you know back into their rhythm with their health and you know get them in doing the things that they enjoy you know one of the things i think that's the most important thing about keeping healthy is so you can 
you can really you can really lavish uh, in life you can really you know be excited about you know going and doing things and the opportunity to you know play a basketball game with your kid or go out and and play a little bit of soccer or you know uh, when you you know play with your 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 dogs and 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 being able to do that um, is so fulfilling for your soul and if you can't take care of your physical health then it's hard to take care of your mental health as well so that's my tip what do you think doc yeah, I, I think you're right on track. This is great. Um, it's important to balance, you know, physical, mental, and spiritual health. So, so you know, if you 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 have a faith you believe in, you know, continue doing that. That's that's so uh, so nourishing for the soul. So continue to balance everything, and you know, we should spread peace and harmony in the world. Um, it was interesting. My my children were listening to this episode of Peppa Pig which talks about <laughs> you know growing your own vegetables and spreading peace and harmony so so it's all about you know going hand in hand with nature and and respecting you know the person next to us that's so awesome thank you very much Ryan for, so, for having me and sharing this with your audience yeah Dr. Mattel tell people where they can find out more about you what's your website so um you know we are having actually a this is perfect timing because we recently started a health and wellness series, which are two-minute health tips for the day. These are available for everybody on our Facebook page, and our website is mokshaholisticcenter.com. Oh, so M-O-K-S-H-A, moksha. Moksha means enlightenment. So mokshaholisticcenter, it's all one word, dot com. And you can follow us on Facebook, and we have plenty of health tips there and videos posted of how you can start your day and have a wonderful day full of energy. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. And for you guys that are listening to this, please make sure you give us a five-star review because five stars is way better than four, and I think we deserve five stars. We're five-star human beings. Thank you guys for listening to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And remember, we'll be here at the same time next week bringing you some fantastic stories about finding your frequency, whether it be in health, business, relationships or whatever the case may be we want to make sure everybody finds their frequency stay tuned again i'm ryan treasure